This generation has been causing us to tear out our hair. But I am a millennial. Every fucking time one of them does the slightest little thing, they fucking celebrate as if they fucking accomplished something huge. I'm a millennial. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a millennial. So I want everything to evolve around me. Self-interested. Unfocused. Lazy. Millennial. The most educated generation we've ever had. Millennials put a lot of value in development. We want free food and beanbags. I actually have a club soda in my bag. Do you know what they call club soda in Denmark? Club soda? Yeah, or not. Yeah, like sparkling water. Oh, club soda. <laughs> What's you know, that? You know me. Do you know what they call it in Denmark? Nah. Danish water. Like we invented it or something. But you didn't? <laughs> no. Amazing. Yeah. It's just like, we'll make it ours. Yeah. It's fine. This is great. Let's. Yeah. Uh, let's I mean, just... we sell it. Why don't we just own it? Exactly. We're Denmark. Yeah. We have a king. No, we, you have a queen. Sorry. We have a queen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She she owns the water. She can do whatever she wants. What is a club soda then? It's just sparkling water. Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. Maybe it's a bit more sparkly. Than sparkling. Yeah, like extra heavy. Extra sparkly. Extra sparkly. It's like... <laughs> yeah, woo, that's intense. This is when you get it in your nose and yeah. that's like always goes to that's your brain. That's the best. Oof. When it hurts a bit when you drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Hello and welcome to Millennials at Work. Hi, Rasmus. Hello, Eddie G. How are you? Really good. How are you? I'm fine. Just uh, just arrived from my vacation. Uh, I was in Latvia for a week, straight from the airport, feeling fresh. As as we do. I mean, you you've also been traveling. I think you actually traveled for much longer and more like heavier than I did. How uh, how long time does it take? Like hour, hour and ten. An hour and ten to Latvia. Yeah. From Malmo. Uh, Copenhagen. Okay, so you took the. Um, okay, Dinner. not bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mega tips. Mega tip. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> right away. Yeah. But I you traveled from Stockholm today, yeah. and with train, as like good people do. Exactly. So uh, save the world. So took it like. Seven hours? No, nah, I took I took actually the uh, the fast train. Uh-huh. Take the fast train, then it's only like five hours from Stockholm to Copenhagen. Sweet. Very Anyways, sweet. we yeah, are here <laughs> in Malmo, uh, recording an episode for Millennials at Work, which is this podcast about uh, exactly about that actually about uh, this very very confusing um, confusing generation that we both happen to be part of. It's about um, work life. It's about getting into your first jobs. It's about uh, getting out of jobs and working. But it's mostly about understanding uh, ourselves and work life and how to kind of navigate in a modern workplace as a millennial, but also how to navigate us as a manager. We try to talk to the both uh, audiences. Let's put it that way. Exactly. Mm. And today we're talking about relationships at work, but in a sense of... Um, Communication and importance of uh, building strong, as you said, real relationships. Before not the we relationships recording. where you have sex with your colleague. No, not, but the real not those ones, ones where you yeah. become friends. Exactly, when you become colleagues. friends, when you like going to work because you like the people around you, where you somehow, I guess, uh, feel safe because you know what's going on and yeah. who the people are that you work with, who mm. should call when you need help with something. Yeah. 
Mm? All the good stuff. All the good stuff. Should we first check in? Yeah, let's check in. Do you <clears> have one? Yeah. Um, I think you should uh, check in with what kind of instrument you, you're currently feeling like. Hmm. Do you know what you're feeling like? Yeah, yeah I would go. say I'm probably a bass. I've been sick for like one and a half week, which is not very like me. I'm not very often sick. No? So I feel like I'm only, you know... Maybe said dum, 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 dum. I don't really like, get also it. only the, the the very low tones. Yeah, the very the low bass. tones. Okay, I yeah. can't really go up to the really high yeah. intense tones. So yeah, and that's just feeling uh, a bit bassy. Yeah. At the bassy. moment. Um, I feel like tambourine, I think. Okay. Uh, which is like all around the place and yeah. kind of like Tell in the middle it. of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, Who the hey, fuck brought guys. this tambourine to the <laughs> yes, party? Like, <laughs> why the fuck? No, it's, but it's, it's a bit like that. I feel, um, I had a very large, no, actually I had the smallest, uh, cup on, in, in Starbucks in the, the coffee, um, size they have, which still happen to be a lot. That's the mega, hugest uh, tip in the world. I know. Always buy the small one. Yeah. No one needs a large and cup like of coffee. like medium and yeah. they show this like, <laughs> like, are you crazy? Those are like four yeah. cups for me. Okay. Do I get a wagon with this? How <laughs> I'm going to carry it? No, but seriously. <laughs> Does it come and, with wheels? Uh, uh, anyways, and, and I, I, I drank that and since then I've been also you know it's a traveling day I've been uh, home and now I'm here now we're recording and I feel a bit like uh, yeah yeah you're showing better yeah, you're good. like shaking your head yeah, for good. <laughs> it's, it's exactly like right it. a bit shaky like a tambourine so um that's me tambourine and bass really great song from those two great band a tambourine <laughs> and a bass that's it never seen that so it's a completely new yeah. concept Let's see, let's see what it brings to the podcast. Yeah, let's let's see. Could you say that you have friends and people that you can really trust uh, at work? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I also think that I trust people quite easily mm-hmm. um, in general. Uh, it's maybe not a lot of people at work that I would, you know, open up and cry to and mm. uh, really spill spill the beans on um but but trusting people uh, i i find quite easy um is it a good or bad uh, characteristic i can't really decide yeah i think it's good it's like positively being naive it's mm. like uh, believing in the best in the world that's at least how, how i see it that's also a bit naive maybe but i mean it's it's nice if it works it's it's i guess a bit sad when you see that it doesn't really work out yeah. or someone like really breaks that trust apart definitely uh but has it ever happened no i wouldn't say so and i think for, for me relationships can come in so many different shapes and forms for me it's important that there is some kind of relationship it doesn't have to be these very deep relationships where mm. we talk about different things but that we say hi to each other and we ask how how um How are you doing? Uh, what are you working on? Uh, how's life? These kind of things. Um, and the more, the, the larger an organization becomes, the harder it's going to be for to, to have those relationships with, mm. with everyone. And um, uh, at my work, we're like 60 plus. And, and I, at that size, uh, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, there will be people that never talk to each other. Mm. Yeah, but that's like what never. I want to like understand from you today i guess like because one thing is that you work in a big organization the second thing is that you kind of work on your own so you don't have a 
like a team mm-hmm. to always go to or like who, you know, you hang out every day because you're exactly. part of a team or whatnot. So you kind of, I mean, you're also a very social guy in the mm-hmm. sense. So, I mean, maybe, maybe that makes it easier, but it's still very difficult, I think. Yeah, I mean, not for this to <laughs> be all about me, but I, th- I think um, it it helps a lot that I am a quite social guy. I uh, I find it quite easy to talk to people, uh, and then to link that to relationships. For me, it's important to um, see other people and make sure that the other people are seen, being seen. Mm. For instance, when we have new people, I always take fifteen minutes just to sit down and talk to people. Mm. Uh, because I know that if it was me, then it would just make the biggest of difference, mm. and it's just gonna make it's gonna make my life at work much more easier and much more fun if I if I know the people that that's also in the office. But it's also gonna make a huge difference for the for a difference for for that person. Mm. Um, and fifteen minutes, it's I mean like yeah, everyone can spare every, that. Everyone can spare that, and um, so so yeah. What about mm. you? What's your uh, What's your status on relationships at relationships work? Relationships with relationships. It's, um, I always uh, find it uh, quite difficult to, uh, to create these strong relationships at work. Even at school, at some, uh, at, in some way, I think I've have I've always had a few people who. But what I do like, you mean with strong in relationships? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I guess uh, when you hang out, not only I mean I feel fine. Uh, most of the time with the, I don't know, going into a group of people who are talking and like being a part of it, that's fine. But a relationship for me, which is like, it crosses with, in some way with friendship, maybe when you hang out also after work or after school, whatever. So, so once you, once you pass that line and you're also like friends outside the environment where you work with, um, then it's like, uh, close relationship for me and I'm not necessarily saying that it's very needed maybe when you are at work but um but yeah in general it has taken me always a while to both for some weird reason open up to people at work but I I want to build on that because I think it's for me it's important to say that I don't think that we should have deep relationship with everyone at work. No. I don't think that that's, no, that's healthy. Uh, neither for, you know, our own emotions, but also for productivity. Mm. I mean, <laughs> if you have to have... You have too uh, much if, fun. If you have to, like, uh, update everyone on your life uh, with 60 people, then you can do nothing no, else. No. Um, and that's, again, the question of, like, how, how big is the organization as well, right? Yeah, and it really plays a role. And also, what kind of person is it that you are? Are you the more introvert and, like, not like to share a lot of things? Mm. Or are you the like, kind of person that shares what your aunt's cat ate last week? <laughs> I mean, there's yeah. different people on on the, and different needs, uh, but for me, it's about making sure that at least that there's some, you know, some relationship. I mean, there is people at my work that I know very little with, and like if I if I if I'm in the elevator with them in the morning, I'm a bit unsure what to talk to yeah. them about. Yeah, uh, and it actually feels a bit uncomfortable and a mm. bit awkward to mm. talk to them. Um, yeah, because you feel like you the, should know something about them, right? But also, on the other hand, like, why would you? Because yeah. it's not like you work. Like no, but it, I mean, it doesn't have to be. <clears throat> for me, it's kind of like if I spend fifteen to twenty minutes with a person at any random point, mm. then at least I've built some kind of relationship. Mm. But if I haven't spent that, 
then we just we're two people working at the same place. We we know each other by names because yeah. we're both on Slack, but we've never <laughs> actually talked together about anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still don't know what some of the people are called at my work. I mean, okay, I've been there for two months, so I guess it's yeah. fine. But it's also a bit, you know, at one point you also can't ask anymore, mm. so you have to figure it out in some other ways. So yeah. that's another, that's another story. But it's um, it is weird with these things, especially when um. I think for myself, I've worked quite a lot uh, in the past and right now with people who are in a very different, very different part of their life right now, uh, meaning that they're uh, a bit older or they have families or they have like these lives outside, uh, outside work are quite different from what, what I have. And I actually had a, a, very recently, I had a talk at work with the uh, HR person and she was, you know, just checking in and seeing like, how's it going for me and all that stuff, really nice. And uh, she was asking me, how is it, uh, you know, how is it with like hanging out with people and, and like, do you, do you have friends here? <laughs> Which is a bit of a, you know, it's a, it's a sensitive question, I guess. Uh, but I told her that uh, it is a bit difficult for me in that sense, because um, in my team so i'm uh, i'm one of the delivery leads and the other delivery leads we are about uh, i think six people right now or seven the next youngest person is like 10 years older than me so you can imagine that when like they get together they have like family life to talk about they all leave a bit earlier if they need to pick their kids up they won't go out maybe on tuesday night not that they're like they're not couch potatoes in that sense you know but couch potatoes what a wonderful expression <laughs> wonderful. they're not that at all but of course like the lives are quite diff- different uh, and then there are these uh, and i've noticed at least at uh, my work you have two ways of hanging out with people one is if they're in your team that you work with on the project right now or they're in your discipline so let's say for us a lot of like designers uh, hang out with designers because they have their own socials they have their own meetings and they kind of like and it's hard to kind of like break that ice right and like to get into some kind of a group which is already there yeah I I find it really really difficult but it's not like I'm in my head I know it takes time that's all what it is. And at the moment I'm working on the, on the relationships within my team, rather focus on the people who are like naturally closest to you in a sense, uh, during, during the days. That's my approach right now. I uh, heard about a fun example when Apple had to, uh, build their, uh, head, new headquarters um, many years ago uh, Steve Jobs wants to um, put all the toilets at the same place because mm-hmm. then everyone would go to the same place and then they would meet each other, <laughs> run into each other at the toilet and thereby uh, run into each other and have these uh, serendipity uh, not serendipity but uh, random encounters that yeah. builds relationships and I think that was a um, that's a fun idea. Then, you know, the funny story is that then people had to run, you know, f- halfway through the office and almost pee their fans before they re- <laughs> reached the toilet. So I don't, don't think that they did it. But yeah. uh, for instance, um, there's uh, uh, the guy who built, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, Tiger, that uh, shop where you can buy useless things for uh, no money oh, at right, all. Yeah. A Danish guy 
sold it, became extremely rich, bought an old abandoned church, yeah. and now he made it into this fun community uh, cafe, um, ping pong, uh, whatever thingy. Yeah. And um, I saw a documentary about um, uh, some architecture things yesterday, how they changed old things into new things. And uh, one of the things that um, he and his wife talked about is that uh, a lot of the customers were asking, um, where's the toilets? Could you maybe put up a sign? His wife said, no, we can't do that because uh, we want people to meet and talk to each other. I was like, so, so it's, it's better to a, ask. F- so it's better. So it's <laughs> better that people don't know where yeah. the toilet is because then they'll build build relationships. Then I go, hey, do you know where the toilet is? Yeah, it's just down the down the yeah. down right here to the left. Ah, thanks a lot. Mm. And then someone has helped uh, another person, and you already build mm. a relationship. And I think that's a one way fun way to like nudge these small little yeah. relationship builders. Imagine how many extra miles we need to go nowadays to just get eat, like each other talking mm. uh, i mean it's good it's good to think about it it's also a bit sad to think about in terms of like where are we gone yeah. with, with um with being like i don't know if it's self no no it's not about self-obsession it's just more about things around us and our phones i mm. guess being a bit uh, a bit too interesting but uh, it's nice it's nice approach yeah it's yeah. The, kind of the same at the at our office Everyone meets around the coffee and dining area, yeah. it's, which is really, I mm. mean... And lunch And lunch. Well. That, is, that is... Do you do like special, uh, I mean, lunch lunches no. together or something like that? I actually don't uh, appreciate it. Or I do appreciate it. I don't really I like don't to like eat right lunch. Uh, but mm. I actually did it the other day with uh, four of my colleagues and it was a really nice experience. Um yeah. But uh, but normally I, I don't like to sit and eat, eat lunch with uh, everyone else. But that's more like the whole everyone brings their fucking lunchbox and yeah. you nuke it and then you sit there and mm. uh, it's just not as cozy. We went out to a restaurant and yeah. that's something yeah. else. I mean, eating together is nice and that's like, you know, has been part of like a bonding experience through centuries, I guess, for everyone. But uh, I think you can push it only that far. You know, sometimes, I mean, I've also been at lunches where um, they kind of, they're, they're set up for like the steam spirit or whatnot, and people just end up not talking. So it's it's not said that the food will do the trick either. No, exactly. you know? But it is, it can be a really nice, um, like a tradition, I guess, uh, from the company point of view to do some kind of like uh, morning breakfast or whatnot, like something around it. There's a lot of good opportunities for companies to bring people together and build relationships. Yeah. I think breakfast is nicer, though. Yeah, people true. like breakfast much yeah, more than like uh, organized lunch or dinner. Do it's breakfast. Very true. I'll uh, say something that uh, might not be controversial, but very direct. Oh, yeah. I think that relationships is the most important thing within a company and for a company to have success mm. the absolute most important thing so how would you define it or describe like well nurtured relationships at work or like if you go into a company and you see that okay this is working what does it usually look like that people know each other mm. on a not deep deep level but on the enough level that they know what people do 
Uh, they know their names. They know uh, what competences they have. And maybe they've worked with them a bit. And uh, if they meet them in an ele- elevator, they <laughs> would uh, they would talk to them. Mm. Um, and I think it's the most important thing because things are changing so fast. And for companies to really adapt, we need to take advantage of everyone's knowledge, right? Mm. We need to be able to take fast decisions. And if you don't have transparency and relationships in organizations, um, then you don't take advantage of sharing knowledge and getting different perspectives, but also you don't really take advantage of the full organization's knowledge. So one of the things that I experienced with working more globally is that I've been I've been my role has been to connect people mm. for for the last couple of months like that person does this you should talk to that person mm. and I mean there's so many different things where people can help each other come up with better solutions mm. and if you've created better relationships everything from very deep to very small um, relationships that helps it mm. and then there's also of course the the point of if you have relationships kind of like in our private life we become more happy. Mm. We 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 need that attention. We need people listen to us, uh, and we need to feel safe. And it's the same in our daily private life as it is at work. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that's why. Yeah, I think there are like two levels of this. You know, one is where on the company level, it's it is really important how strong are the relationships in your at your organization. Mm. And I mean. If we would have researched before, we would we should probably or like ninety nine percent sure I am that we would have found some studies done on like how people stay at work if they feel better in terms of like having, you know, people that they trust in and 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 can talk with like directly with and exactly. without without fear or whatnot. Um, and then the other thing is the personal level because organizations they're like a bit of um, they're communities, right? If you feel like you're part of it, mm. uh, then you will probably like to go to work, right? Exactly. And it's, but it's also thinking about the, the the future, maybe more for from the viewpoint of a millennial. It's also good to remember that, I mean, whatever you feel at work, and maybe you, you don't feel that it's your it's your place or it's your kind of people. It's still your network. Mm. It's still like yeah. all of those relationships will matter to you so much and so much more than any freaking networking event where you're like happen to be <laughs> so true and so. especially you know with 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 a a large organization like pwc mm. just building my network within pwc mm. has you know excelled my career within pwc because people hire people that they like people that mm. they trust and people that they've seen in action just before we started the podcast, I just got an email from uh, from the head of uh, PR in in uh, in Sweden, where he wants to, uh, you know, he wants me to uh, do some kind of uh, meeting or tour or whatever. Yeah. I didn't. I only read the you know uh, subject line. The subject line, <laughs> and that's because I met him once and yeah. we had we had a good time, and, yeah. but we've never worked together. But yeah. you know, we have built some kind of relationship, yeah. and that's why it's so fun. You know, work and private life is so. There's so many direct lines. The more connected you are, the more, you know, people that you know and people that Mm. likes you, the more opportunity will Mm. will arise. And it's the same at work. The more people that you know and can, you know, grab the phone and call or send an email or a Slack, Mm. the the more opportunities will, will happen. People hire people at the end of the day. Exactly. So, I mean, even if you're not in the recruitment process, it's like, you know, at one day you will be. 
we all will be so it's it's kind of it that that thing never never gets old and never the it never disappears no really. exactly at uh, us too we do this thing where uh whenever a new person joins uh we send out or the hr person sends out an email but they've asked that person to attach a picture and like a short description of themselves something that they like to do or something they like to do outside work and i mean you can think it's cheesy and you can think it's like yeah well who reads them and stuff but no people answer those with gifts and like welcome oh my god so nice you're here all of that stuff and it's like i was surprised of the reactions like okay i just started i mean you don't yeah. you don't even know me but people are very welcoming and that gives you like extra extra kind of i don't know motivation or just like makes you happy at the end of the day but on the second hand it's so nice when you when other people started because it was so much easier than to go to them and know at least one fact about them mm. uh, because some people write about like oh i really like i don't know fashion you know or this or that and if you don't know if you really want to go as you as you say to a new person and start the 15 minute conversation about like how's it going and all that I mean, for some people it's easier, for some it's harder. For me, it's, I need to find like some kind of a topic, I guess, to talk about. But then like these kind of things really help that I know at least one fact about them and I can go with that and we can start the conversation at least from that ground and then mm. we see where it goes. But yeah, I think those those things, I mean, they're so simple, but it, at the end of the day it works, especially in big organizations. I think from 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 a tip point of view, I think uh, the old 80-20 rule It's always good. <laughs> always good. Uh, listen 80, talk 20. Mm. Um, for the newcomer or for the other? <laughs> no, for the newcomer. Mm. Uh, uh, of course, it's it, it changes all the time. I mean, like, um, but uh, ask a lot of questions. And, and you know, if you want to build relationships, then uh, go ahead and do it. I think that at... At, for instance at us too you know having that response from all of the people working there i don't think that's very common mm. i think that people go on with their lives um so if you are a millennial starting a place where you don't get the kind of reaction as you get then you also have to seek these relationships yeah. i mean um i think it can be really hard to just go up to strangers and like hi i'm new you want to <laughs> grab coffee or whatever but mm. i think it's important that um people or us as millennials we take a bit more mm. i mean like uh, and don't expect these things to happen because they probably won't mm. uh, and we can do so many things um about it um so yeah but i mean even if you feel like that maybe the culture where you are right now is a bit like maybe closed or the the culture that you're entering as, as a newcomer uh i think it's kind of fun to challenge it a bit as well mm-hmm. from the start i mean not the it's maybe asks a bit of um it might be challenging challenging to challenge it mm. but on the other hand it's uh that's the thing that the newcomers can do there's a thing that like it's not necessarily weird just share a bit more of yourself than maybe even your necessarily comfortable with because you don't know these people that will also let them you know let everyone like feel a bit closer to you and then come to you and talk and and definitely yeah. maybe that's a good way yeah i think mm. it's a very good way mm. you shouldn't of course listen for the sake of just listening and building relationship 
listen because you care and you uh, you think it's interesting and the cool thing about people is that everyone is interesting you just have to find the angle and i mean i i talked to my girlfriend about it uh, two weeks ago we were at a family a family thing you know mm. with a lot of people from my grandfather's new wife's family was there and i don't really um, i don't really meet them or yeah. talk to them we don't really have that deep of a relationship i was kind of like i don't really want to hang out with these kind of people yeah. but the thing is if i changed my my perspective and I'm like these kind of people live a different life than me i could uh, they could be super interesting to to um to hear what mm. i mean what is it about so really engage and activate your curiosity yeah. then everyone will be interesting everyone have an have an interesting story to tell it's yeah. just about having patience and you know mm. asking questions then um and that can be really difficult to ask you know to ask those questions questions at first and like feel a bit nosy and all of those things and like too curious and too like into you know into others business you yeah. know especially i guess in it yeah but you of course have to have like some kind of gut feeling no, of like okay <laughs> have some boundaries yeah, yeah like so uh, did you have sex last night or how, how many yeah. times per week no <laughs> <laughs> i can very easily feel like i'm stepping on someone's toes or ah come on like that person doesn't want to talk to you don't 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 stretch it but uh, you kind of uh, stretch it until you find that point where their eyes lit up and they talk about something when, because you can tell when a person talks about something just for the small talk or they talk about something that actually they have passion for and then, then you have them. And then it's like, I mean, if, if you're interested in people, it will be interesting. You know, it's like yeah. you cannot really, as you say, don't do like don't friendships just because it's like, yeah. it's good for, I don't know, LinkedIn, but it's... It's it's good for you. It's healthy at mm. the end of the day. It is healthy. Yeah. Cool. Let's summarize. Yeah. Okay. Eddie G and I thinks this about relationships. <laughs> relationships is extremely important for your health and uh, both mental and physical. And how you feel at work. Mm-hmm. Um, you can either be lucky to be a part of an organization that takes relationships very seriously and they do a lot of activities. Mm. But you can also be a part of an organization that might not cherish it as much. Therefore, you as a millennial, both to take care of your health, but also your professional career and build a network, put on your curiosity hat and build relationships with people. Relationships doesn't have to be the ones where you share your deepest secrets. It can also be very light relationships. But meeting someone uh, of your colleagues in the elevator without knowing what to talk to them about is maybe a sign that you should build on that relationship. Mm. And I had one more thing. Build them like you mean it. Yes, exactly. Boom. Good. Nice. We should check out. Yeah, let's check out. They're doing all the work. <laughs> Do you have a checkout question? Mm. <laughs> so what's your maybe favorite you song? Maybe you can share. <laughs> yeah, maybe oh. you can share a, a great relationship uh, with one of your colleagues. Uh-huh. Uh, you don't have to mention the name, but just like uh, a, a good relationship that you have. Mm. I can start if you want to. Yeah, do it. I have a great relationship with an 
older guy called I'll call I'll call him out. His name is Matthias. Yeah. He was one of the first people that I worked with. He's an art director, and um, he is just an amazing uh, person uh, that I've gotten to know more and more. Yeah. Um, we started to work together, and he was really great at giving me responsibility and like um, giving me ownership over these mm. kind of things. And uh, slowly but surely, we built this relationship uh, that has now diverged into watches. Oh. So now we talk a lot about watches, and um, uh, he gives me a lot of help with like buying vintage watches and like what to look for and like, like uh, these kind of things. They found wow. a common passion. And one of the uh, best things he also gave me a book that I should read, and um, then um, he did a series on all of his watches. So he took a picture of one of his watches and then he wrote a long story about how he got the watch, uh, what, how, how it was produced, what's the story behind the watch. And then he sent, that man, sent me that whole story about uh, his watch on Slack. And then he sent me a story about all of his watches oh, that I then uh, enjoy reading. Uh, and just, just because of the stories? Yeah, just because of the stories. And wow. it's like, um, yeah. Good, good entertainment. Nice. Yeah. So uh, when are he, you writing your watch story? Yeah, I don't. Have, I only have uh, uh, one should. or two. Okay. Okay. So, but uh, that's a relationship that yeah. that I uh, that I appreciate uh, yeah. very much. It's nice because you started working. I mean, you had no idea about that, that you will get here, right? No. To the watches and stories on Slack about that. And he's like, what? Uh, 14, 15 years older than me, yeah. and has a kid and all these kind yeah. of things, but. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I really appreciate that relationship. Mm. It's nice how sometimes like that the age thing really doesn't matter no. because you find those things that you haven't come in and you're like, yeah, that doesn't. And then he's just funny as hell, also. So that also helps. <laughs> that helps. That always helps. Nice. Yeah, that's sweet. Mm. I think I have to mention um, uh, a relationship with uh, my previous. Um, I don't know if I should call call him my previous boss but he was one of the owners of the company that I used to work with before um and we uh he was actually the guy who kind of like got me into this industry in some way because when I went to them and I had zero experience zero Swedish and all that kind of stuff and asked for an internship which was also like you know just just a fake fact um he he was he said yes yeah why not and he was um he was kind of like taking me under his wing and like never getting angry and always answering stupid questions and just like giving me a chance to asking me questions what do i think and giving me a chance to like try out different kind of stuff and then he was always very not only that at work uh very attentive and very like but also very fun um and also my boss, which is like different levels of kind of like friendship slash mentorship slash, uh, mm, you know, there's yeah. authority as well, obviously. But also, I mean, I was, I was really safe with telling him how I felt on the personal level in terms of like personal life, having some problems or not, or like cool things happening or all of those things. So it feels like, yeah, with, with those kind of people like him, I feel like they're maybe new to management positions but they're like the best kind of the future like managers when they've like 
you know, done that for a few years and with more and more people because they truly, truly care. That's a personality thing. There are people who like are good managers, but they're like, there's never really that personal deep level in Mm, that. And then there's people who you can really go to and they, they care so much for you and you, and that makes you loyal and, and don't not wanting to fuck up and not wanting to like upset anyone at your work and actually do a good job at work as well. So I'm super thankful uh, to uh, to you, Akim, for for like for like that, bringing me in into this uh, industry and just like just also like making work fun because mm. he's the guy who also just does stupid silly stuff stuff and you're like what the fuck this is fun yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's fun to work together so yeah shout out to shout uh, the UK yeah <laughs> yes shout out to nice uh, nice colleagues. And nice managers and nice bosses and all the nice people that you can have nice relationships with that are actually real. Good. Right. That was nice. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Let us know. How did you like this episode? Let us know what uh, what else do you want to listen to? Um, write us a DM. We are on Instagram. Of course, we are there as Millennials at Work. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your manager. Tell your millennial friends your baby boomer friends, all friends. Uh, Build nice relationships at work. Uh, And while you do it, remember to like and subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) We speak to you very, very soon. Bye. Bye. I'm a millennial.